Hello, and welcome to my new podcast, Everyone Grieves Differently. I am not a psychologist or a therapist, however, I probably have been to enough grief therapy to be one, though. But for real, grief is hands down one of the hardest things to live through. We all do it, but for some reason, you feel so alone. I lost my mother suddenly when I was 21 years old. I had a 15-year-old brother and an insane Italian father. My mother, Edith, had nothing wrong with her health. She never missed a vitamin, and she worked out every day. Her heart doctor stated her heart was in perfect condition a month before it just stopped. When all this happened, I never felt more alone. I just wanted someone to lay it all out for me, tell me exactly what I would feel, what I would think, and how I should get through it. And the answer always was, everyone grieves differently. Which is basically my research question for this podcast to hopefully find the answer to this. Is it true? I wanted someone to understand my emotions, someone to listen and give me the answers and advice that didn't cost $300 from a therapist. Now let me get one thing straight. This is not an alternative therapy, but instead a guide and a resource for those experiencing grief. At one point or another, we all will. That's kind of dark, but hey, this podcast will get dark sometimes, and there's nothing wrong with that. It is the truth, and that is one thing I promise I will not be giving you the wah-wah, it will get better with time bullshit that everyone feeds you when you experience loss. Each episode will display a different type of grief. Pets, family, lovers, and friends. And I hope this podcast will turn into a community where we can all lean on each other without our boring grief. As you can tell, dark humor is my specialty and also my coping mechanism. I feel that having a group of people going through the same situation opens up a whole new world of support. This podcast will include people's stories and advice. I have licensed therapists, grief counselors, and psychologists that will come and give us the advice that usually costs $300. I also can be a resource. I have found helping others through grief has helped me get through my own. This in itself, for me, is therapeutic. Being able to air out all of the hard truth about my story brings me relief. Why? I have no idea. Maybe I just like talking about myself, or probably the victim mentality coming out. Days before my mother died, I was actually at a festival for New Year's in Colorado, when on January 2nd, my father called me in the morning. This was unusual. I never got calls from my dad. Ever. I felt immediately that something was wrong. He told me, Mommy had a heart attack. He lied. Her heart stopped while they were watching a movie, and it was 45 minutes of no oxygen to the brain before her heart started beating again. Big whoop. She was brain dead, and everyone told me to pray. Miracles do happen. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and cried. I made promises. I even asked for them to take me instead. Whoever they were that I was praying to, which is a whole other topic, did not answer my prayers, and she was pronounced dead 10 long days later. By day three or four, though, I knew she wasn't coming back, but I truly blacked out that entire time. My mother was also an organ donor, and because of her death, her organs were able to save specifically three individuals. She gave her lung to a 40-year-old female, her kidney to a 34-year-old man, and her right lung to a 6-year-old woman. This type of situation actually brought me a lot of comfort. I knew that she was going to continue giving the life 
to others, and it made perfect sense for the type of person my mother was. She was a caregiver, she died caring for others, and will continue to care for those who she saved. And it brings me relief that I know a part of her will always be on this earth doing what she does best, which is helping others. She has inspired me in so many ways because of her kindness, bravery, and empathy. Anyways, enough of my sob story we all have. Let's get into how I truly focused on getting through my trauma. At first, I ignored it. I thought, look at me. I'm so strong. I am the female of this family and I will take on her role. No, that is not what she would have wanted and I will never be able to fulfill her role. I needed to focus on myself and focus on my grief. Instead, I was focusing on how I can make everyone happy. The attention I received after her loss ended, and I was alone. I am still not done. I still have a lot more to go, but I do know how to live. Live the life my mother wanted me to live. Now get your notebooks out because I do have a brief guide of some ways I've dealt with grief. I needed a routine. It was easy to lay in bed all day and allow myself to because I was the victim. I read a quote, be the heroine in your life, not the victim. And I decided there and then I am not the victim. I can't be allowing myself to feed into this, this anger that I felt. My anger stage was intense. It was my strongest emotion. At first, I became angry with friends who had mothers, who've had families, with grandparents and parents and even great-grandparents. I had a dad and a brother, and I played the victim card like no other. I thought I experienced the worst. I thought that the universe was out to get me, and I still sometimes slip into those thoughts, but through time, I have learned and experienced that everyone does have a story. And just by comparing mine to others made me feel angry. It felt so easy to feel angry at everyone and everything around me. I pushed away and lost friends. I had severe rocky relationships and I needed to change. Through that, I started a gratitude journal. I would write what I'm grateful for. It was hard, but this type of persistence and training changed that victim mentality that was so easy to feel. First, take care of your basic needs rest eat well and stay hydrated for some it may also be good to embrace physical contact like hugs as a part of the healing process and take that time to grieve grief can sneak up on us when we least expect it and trying to dedicate time to grieving will give you a structured way to get out of it while enjoying moments of peace during other times of the day Connect with others. Surround yourself with people who will let you experience your feelings. Whether you need to cry, sit in silence, or tell someone your story again and again. Telling my story over and over again brings me such relief. And channeling my feelings, finding an outlet, journaling, exercise. It's hard to find an outlet at first, but... Find what works best for you and dedicate time to working through your feelings. I really enjoy working out. That has been a great distraction for me throughout my grief. Next, be patient. Your grief may take longer to process than you or others expect. And be patient with yourself as you work through your feelings and show yourself kindness as you move through this process. 
I found comfort helping others through grief. And when I look back at the start of my grief journey, the people who were there for me, I consider my family now. Family is not just blood. That is important through grief. Family is not just blood. And here are the ways those can support you while grieving. Reach out to someone who has experienced loss. Grief can feel isolating, so it's important to reach out to our loved ones who are grieving. Check in on them. Let them know you're thinking about them. That goes a really long way. Usually when you're going through grief, it's a lot harder to reach out to people. So the people that did reach out to me, I always took up their offers, I would say. Help out. Offer support by helping out with household chores, meals, planning, social events, or other tasks that may feel overwhelming. Listen to them. And especially, don't avoid the subject. If someone lost a person they were close to, don't worry about avoiding the person's name or bringing them up in conversation. It is important to remember that the loss of someone doesn't mean that they should be forgotten. Now, this podcast is not about me. It is about all of us. Here we have Emma Davidson, my childhood friend. Emma was the first person in my life to experience loss after me. And as soon as I heard about it, the fact that both of my mom and Emma's dad had the same funeral date, I was drawn to you, Emma. I felt like you would fill this hole of feeling like I was the only one to experience something so intense. So I'm so happy to welcome you. And it just feels right to have you on my first podcast. I am super excited. I love this idea and I can relate to all of your emotions and experiences that you have felt through your grief journey. I also feel extremely connected to you and other friends of mine who have lost a parent because it is, easy, it is much easier to talk about the death of my dad with someone who understands. And I totally agree. Emma, please tell me us your dad's story. My dad died of colon cancer and it was also sudden, but not as sudden as yours because I was able to say goodbye to my father. But he went to a regular checkup and was told he had stage 4 colon cancer and died six weeks later. I come from a family with three older brothers and an older sister. See, that is something that I felt jealous of because I was like, damn, Emma has a whole clan of support. Yes, I couldn't do this without them. They truly have brought so much light and love to such a dark situation. I also would like to point out that I have noticed throughout our experiences that it is entirely different when you lose a mother or a father especially as a girl, and there are different emotions. Entirely, and it gives you a different perspective of others' grief's journey. Emma and I met a fruit bowl place in our town and just talked for hours. I heard her story, and I was like, whoa, this girl went through it. When we did talk, it helped with my victim mentality, and it made me realize I was not alone. Emma, what is one piece of truth you would give someone who just lost someone? It will never go away, but instead you will learn how to live and grow with the grief. And I love that. What is one piece of advice that has helped you most throughout your grief experience? Uh, I love to lean on others, truly. If I don't cry and vent or ask for support from friends and family, I would feel extremely lost. Use the support, ask for support, and even give support to those in, in similar, similar situations because I agree it really can be helpful. Emma, I agree entirely. I mean, look, I started a whole podcast. You cannot do it alone, and you are not alone. You have us. We could talk about this for hours. Emma, please promise us you will come back to our show. We need to dive deeper into our connections and our 
experiences using each other as crutches throughout the grief process. Let me know if you guys think a more in-depth conversation with Emma would be useful and any more questions for Emma. Thank you so much for allowing me to blabber about my grief. I want to hear about all of your guys' stories. Please DM me on Instagram at everyonegrieves or email me, message me, and even call me. The number of times I have talked on the phone with some old guy on the suicide prevention line hoping for a real answer to receive a script, I understand. Think of me as your grief fairy, not your therapist, and said someone who is just going through it just like you. I will see you next week to find out about more how everyone grieves differently.